The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Postgame. With Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. That's the big voice guy. That means it is another week of NEB preps. And listen, we're trending. We're, we're This is a Monday thing now. We, th- we think we have the schedules figured out. And Although they may throw you a curveball next week or week after with the bye. I don't know. Are, well, you, are you prepared? And we've got uh, basketball season starting up, practice starting. I know so that I know it. Got some more variables uh, entering the mix, but yeah, for now. So what is it? We're, are we five weeks away uh, from college hoops? Is that right? Roughly. I, I don't even know. Like we're. Uh, that is shocking. Practice is going to be open tomorrow. Uh, so obviously, practice starting up here. With uh, Mike going to Lincoln, are you? Can I, can I'll be I, down in Lincoln, and I'll be back for Creighton. I'll see you. Well, can I tag of. along? Because well, although Creighton may run into my afternoons. but well, And Nebraska will be during your show, so it probably won't work out. Well, who's, who's going to be my friend? <laughs> Hello, friend. You've got Robbie. <laughs> That's true. Robbie will be working with me. He can hold my hand when he's not having a uh, – uh, Hello, friend. Well, hello. Friend. He was hilarious this morning. It took him about – Four minutes to get going <laughs> on a Monday, so it it is. Uh, it's always an adventure, man. I love my partners, and Mr. Padilla is included as we come to you with another week and relatively uneventful. It started out on a Thursday, which was exciting, but after that, not extremely competitive. As we bring in another week, yeah. I mean, you look at the top tens in both Class A and Class B. Uh, there was one top ten, like one game that was competitive among the top ten teams in both classes. Uh, and then even there wasn't a whole lot of – there's like one notable result or ch- poll change in, in C1, but you look uh, down down the list of uh, Sodders coaches poll on NEB preps, not a whole lot of change at the top. It was pretty, pretty sta- uh, uh, standard there. So, But, I mean, where, where do you want to start? Do you want to – Go with that. Let's the one go, good game let, in yeah, A. Let, let's let's go to A and start on Thursday night in a in a Metro matchup with with Omaha North and Omaha Central, which a lot of folks were either in attendance or watched it on television. Yeah, I mean, I was there and you had people lining the fence uh, to get a better view uh, along the, the the end zone there. Um, so it's pretty a uh, pretty fired up crowd. Uh, they were certainly and there a, for the a, OPS a rivalry. Str- a strange game in which you felt like. At the half, North was maybe a score away from putting it away, and then all of a sudden they have to they have to right. rally way late. What it's a good job by both teams of hanging in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
ended up being a 2016 win for Omaha North, but man, they uh, they barely pulled that one out. Um, they were up 13 nothing at halftime. Uh, Central hadn't really been able to get much going offensively, but North couldn't really run the ball. That's that was. I come I came away from that game really impressed with what Central uh, had done defensively, and they're like the size wise don't really match up. Uh, obviously, North's pretty big on both lines, and that ended up being part of the difference there. Um, but they uh, they made life tough. It wasn't. Um, I think uh, Jaron Cannon ripped off one or two long runs to kind of pad the the numbers, but they weren't able to stay ahead of the uh, sticks on uh, on running downs and. From that, they had to drop back and throw more than they'd probably like. And um, Sebastian Serco had had a tough night. Um, he did. For whatever reason. Uh, Dirty pockets, yeah. kind well, of on the move, constantly harassed. And uh, I think accuracy left a few plays out there. And he had to grind, man. But he was good late when it mattered the most. That's the key. So, again, it was 13 nothing at halftime. And then Central came out. Started changing things up a little bit and started looking for Mr. Deshaun Prince there uh, more often. He had one catch, I think, for nine yards in the first half. Second half became a much bigger part of the game plan. Um, went to him early and often there, and they finally got the ball moving and ended up scoring 16 straight to take the lead with uh, about three minutes and 21 seconds to play um, to go ahead 16 to uh, 13 there. And... Um, Prince had both of their touchdowns. The first one was kind of a bizarre play where it wasn't a great ball, but uh, the receiver kind of uh, misread it and jumped early thinking he had the pick, mm-hmm. and the ball just fell into yeah. Prince's hands yep. and it just took one step into the end zone. Like he it didn't leave the ground, didn't have to compete for it, but literally just came right to his hand because the DB, who had good coverage initially, kind of bailed on the coverage thinking, oh, I got this pick, and the ball went right over his head. So – that's a little bit of fortune there to get it going. The second one, that was all Prince there. Good ball and a heck of a play to go up yeah, and win that thing. 50, 50 ball. That was a really well-placed ball, I thought. Kind of back shoulder. He yeah. went up a little yeah. bigger. Gave him a chance and yeah. let your playmakers go uh, come down with it. And uh, Prince ended up uh, seven catches for 73 yards um, and two t- the two touchdowns. And – Another guy I was impressed with was Kylon Haney, yeah. their, their running back, just a freshman there, ended up 13 carries for 76 yards, had a couple of big runs, and even had some impressive like one or zero yard gains where shook a guy or two, and then the third defender physical. was there to make the play. But um, good feet, dynamic, uh, and he's physical too, like you said. Uh, and then on defense, they use him as well and had a sack in that game, came off the, re- at the edge and uh, got, got circled cleanly in a big spot, so – Really impressed with him. And then B.J. Newsom had a tough time in the first half. Second half settled in and started Again, another quarterback that was kind of scrambling, another running for his life. But yeah. a young guy, just a sophomore, kind of coming of age because there's a lot of talent outside the numbers for, for Omaha Central, whether yeah. it's Pittman or Hill or, I mean, Prince. I mean, they, they've got some guys. D.J. Sterling will flip over and play both sides. It's, it's interesting for Central. Uh, Luggins, a cornerback, too. Um, was that, so that plays. was cramps the, that, were, that yeah. were bugging him? Yep. Uh, had the pick early on the game along the sideline. Great catch. Had a couple of big uh, breakups. Um, mentioned Pittman had a couple of big breakups. Like, um, that back end, like, talked about uh, some of the, the pressure and Circo not necessarily being on point, but a lot of those – uh, DBs went up and made plays. Yeah, on the contested balls. balls, and they would hit you too. That was so. 
I mean, tread lightly if yeah. you were a receiver trying to run open. And we saw it on the game-winning drive, right, with Champ Davis where the ball was – he knew he was expecting a hit. He kind of bobbled it and went to the ground, and he won another shot at it, and he made the most of it. Yeah, so North got it back um, down, uh, down by three with um, – just uh, uh, so, sorry, uh, um, score was out there because um, they um, uh, not on screen a lot, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was sixteen thirteen. That's right. So yeah, um, get get the ball back with just over three minutes to play. Put together a twelve play, eighty yard drive to take the the lead and um, key plays on the game. Facing a fourth and ten. Uh, uh, North was and threw it up and uh, defensive pass interference was a call extend the drive and I, I get people being mad because um, yeah. it was it was kind of a bang bang play but you look at it had his uh, had his arm wrapped around his waist kind of going through the body before the ball got there it was close like if you you call it one way or the other like you could you could justify it I, I think it, it's that's a Tough call to play, uh, or tough play to. I thought to it call. was pass interference. Yeah. to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So, like I, I know, obviously, Central fans aren't weren't happy about the call, but there was enough there. Like he got there early. He didn't necessarily turn and spin him. Like it wasn't progress, but yeah. he was early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's a good. That's that's a good way to put it too. So um, tough battle there, but I extended it. Um, but Central, the, the didn't kind of melt down at that point. They again put him in some Hung tough spots. In there. Second and ten. And then you mentioned that throw um, to, to Champ Davis, 25 yards up the middle. Dude got absolutely crunched on the catch and held onto it, uh, and that got them down inside the 10. Uh, and from there, they were able to kind of run it out. It took them every, every every chance they got, but finally, put in their heavy package on uh, with one yard to go. Put in. Big lineman Tyson Terry, Samarius Henderson over there as lead blockers. That's a lot of humanity behind the left side of the line, and uh, Cannon just ran it in behind those guys and took the lead. Um, and Central, and they left with. 30 I mean, that's seconds like six hundred and forty yeah. pounds of humanity on that <laughs> left side, right? Yeah, some big guys. Yeah, and and then we talked about uh, Central to begin with. Don't have guys that size really so you're out man and playing without and arguably the their biggest interior lineman to start the game so yeah. that you're at a deficit from the jump yeah so um really impressed with central but north they uh poised under pressure found a way to to make the plays um circle only completed nine passes um but threw for 155 yards a touchdown uh and then made that that key throw to, to, to Davis there to put them in striking distance. Cannon, 19 carries for 71 yards and two touchdowns. Davis had three catches, 54 yards, had a couple of runs. Um, Deion Cooper had the, uh, had the one passing touchdown from Circo, a 34-yard uh, shot straight up, uh, up the seam there. Um, so that, that was definitely the, the, the game of the week uh, in Class A um, because beyond that, there was not a whole lot of competitiveness. Uh, I mean, the top ten, and we might as well get started. Number one, uh, West Side schedule change. We play that game at four, trying to beat the weather. So we drove home in the rain, but got to play, and it was relatively dry. Yeah, forty-one nothing. Uh, West Side at Norfolk. Uh, Anthony Rizak, eighteen to twenty-five for two hundred eighty-five yards, four touchdowns. Did finally have a pick. Yeah, and it was his very first pass oh. attempt of the game. Oh wow. 
And <laughs> so, it was weird. Tried to fit one in in a tight spot, and good play by Norfolk. They yeah. jumped it, and and off uh, all of a sudden we're in a battle. Yep, eight kit, uh, eight carries for fifty-two yards. So um, this cool another three hundred and sixty yards and four scores. <laughs> solid. Uh, <laughs> Seems like every week it's a different guy that he's going to in the passing game. This week, uh, Keenan Cotton got uh, got loose, seven catches, 136 yards, and a touchdown. Um, so Cotton, Caleb's obviously had a big game or two. Christian Jones, it was only two passes, but went for over 90 yards. It got a lot of different guys that, that he can go to it's, in that passing game. It's interesting, game. too. So to start that game, our personnel package – that we started the game with had Teddy Rizak on the sidelines, Kayla Benning on the sidelines, Keenan Cotton on the sidelines. We went with Spady, Jones, Grant Beitler, and Kevon Shannon. So just the versatility to kind of game plan is interesting. And in our, I mean, just the way we do it, you have to be really, really unselfish. Probably the only team in the States that can start three of their top receivers not in on their top couple of personnel packages just to – you watch tape, man. You try to go, it gives you an advantage. But uh, so I, one of those touchdowns went kind. One went to uh, brother Teddy there, had three catches, 66 yards and touchdown. Caleb had a touchdown catch, and John Mez Ross had a touchdown catch. So spread the ball around, got a lot of different guys into the end zone there. Uh, defensively, 15 tackles for loss, including three sacks from R.J. Eckhart. Bo Ryan had a pick, and Jordan Hurst had a pick. So, pretty, all in all, pretty complete performance after that first play of the game. So, if you're talking about waiting to measure, and I listen, I get it. It's kind of a foregone conclusion, people think, with Westside, and I understand why. Got North Platte coming up here for homecoming. Are you waiting for Kearney and Millard South, or is there something in particular that you're looking for confirmation, or are you settling in on that up until this point? Nah, I think, and especially the way that you've talked about the team and the, the motivation, it seems like they're locked in every week. Like they, yeah, we'll find this uh, week is yeah. the fact we lost to North Platte, so it's always something. finding something. So yeah. it doesn't seem like the kind of the, the let up is coming. Um, guys have been able to stay locked in pretty well, and obviously the talent is pretty overwhelming there. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. See if uh, what happens leading up to those uh, matchups. I just hope both sides everybody stays healthy we can get to those points where the the best can go at the best um speaking of the, uh, the patriots there 57 to 10 uh, against lincoln north star uh mr jet tamal had himself a day uh, yes, 20 to 28 for 285 yards and five touchdowns through the air and he also ran for a touchdown which doesn't do a whole lot of running there but uh, uh and apparently Pru- they maybe have found something in prusha at the running back spot filling in with admirably for feller yeah um just a pup right sophomore sophomore yep so fitting in with uh, the rest of their skill players for the most part uh so i mentioned tamala pruka 17 carries for 111 yards and a touchdown also or uh also four catches for 46 yards uh marion jackson six catches 90 yards and three touchdowns Man, I got to go back and see how many touchdowns he's had over the last three weeks. I, I think eight. So, yeah, that sounds about in right. The, in the last three weeks. So we talked about, I think we maybe so, spoken into existence. All sophomores there. We, we, we talked about kind of a slow start for him, and since then uh, he's been rolling. <laughs> he wins a lot of balls in the air. I mean, 50-50 ball, prob- probably bet on probably bet on A.J., yeah. Isaiah Trailer had a had a touchdown and then Dewan Jones and Isaac Jensen, another sophomore, also caught touchdowns. So 
And defensively, they are able to get in a lot of guys there. It was kind of a short night, uh, pretty easy night for their veteran defensive linemen, able to mix in a bunch of guys. Um, uh, so impressive performance by them, impressive performance by Millard West against uh, South Sioux City team. Obviously, they hadn't played a tough schedule yet, but they had taken care of business. And uh, Tony Palmer had kind of run rush shot over everybody. Uh, Palmer, again, kind of got his. He had 19 carries for 105 yards, but the rest of the team – Workmanlike. Combined for 66 yards and uh, got shut out as Millard West won at 49 nothing. Tuned in a little bit uh, early on, like when I was at the Devaney Center, just pulled up a stream because it's the only one that I could find that was working. Uh, and basically, first play I saw was Jackson Williams touchdown around the edge. He's so explosive. Yep. Um, so, again, like you look at those top three teams there, uh, combined 98, uh, 138, 100, 147 to 10 for the top the three teams uh, this week. so um, That's the um, – those are the uh, tightly contested, impressive games you were yeah. talking about <laughs> in <laughs> Class A and B. And even when we get to B, I was – I mean, the stunner, Waverly handling York, that was one I was looking forward to. But yeah. we'll get to that. But before we do, we can't skip over. We're staying in order here. Yeah. Uh, number four, Carney. Yep, and – did give up 24 points, but they got that lead early and basically had it the, the whole way. It wasn't necessarily something where they pulled away late. Um, Carney, 38. North Platte, 24. Uh, Griffin Novacek, talked about him a lot recently. Uh, five passes for 89 yards and 17 carries for 165 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Eli Randolph had 10 carries, 80 yards and a touchdown. Sawyer Shilke had seven tackles and a rushing nice. touchdown. He's so good. Sad. He and Molina. I mean, and even Novacek. I, they, they're just that's right a off, good little It's a good little trio. I'm excited, right? You can't obviously overlook North Platte, but I, I'm excited to go there uh, in two weeks. And the thing is, like, obviously, we know they want to run the ball. They can run the ball, but they, there's enough in that passing game too to keep you honest with Xander Ruling, with Carter Lee at receiver, yeah. with Novacek able to be that dual threat guy. He's got experience too. So, yeah, um, yeah Carney again. Look, looking strong there. Um, we already talked about North, who is still sitting there at number five, kind of pulling that off. Uh, then uh, Elkhorn South. Yeah, Elkhorn South, 75 uh, nothing against Omaha Northwest. And obviously now we know with Carson Ronner done, um, they're working in Madden Riggs at quarterback. Seems like he's – obviously the schedule is lightened up for him after that Millard South game that we talked about previously. But it seems like he's settling in a little bit, able to um, kind of get more comfortable. And obviously they got a lot of weapons. Brady Bousquet has been back after missing uh, the first couple weeks of the season. Um, talked about Jay Insecco before, the sophomore there at, at running back. Luke Hoskinson at receiver uh, is a veteran guy for them. So And you're still good up front, yep. right? So That makes we, things and, easier. And we knew that that was a strength. Yep. Uh, at number seven, Lincoln East. 41-14 against Columbus, and East is quietly a good win. Yeah, and there Columbus has kind of been a thorn a little bit. It hasn't always been easy sledding for teams that have played them. I thought that was pretty impressive. And we talked about like Lincoln, like who we thought had a chance to be kind of the best team in Lincoln, and I don't think East really came up. Obviously, with uh, what they lost from last year, um, what they lost over the last couple of years, um, going coming back off of Southeast, kind of yeah. getting hammered this week, and what I thought was a a Would key a matchup good, yeah. for them to see if they could ride the momentum. Maybe it is Lincoln East. Yep. Um, they're sitting there at uh, number seven right now and uh, at four and one on the season. 
So again, mentioned that 41-14. Jeter Worthley is, um, I think, continued to, to improve. Um, got some experience last year, first year as a starter, as a sophomore. Um, and seems like he's been in pretty good control this season, pretty comfortable, um, both as a runner and a passer. 12 of 17 for 212 yards and three touchdowns through the year. Six carries for uh, 57 yards. And Dash Bowman, again, continues to be one of the most productive players in Class A in terms of all, uh, both receiving, running, and kind then of, playing kind defense. Kind of flying under the radar, yeah. too, here on, on a statewide level. Really good pickup for Wyoming there. 16 carries, 147 yards, and two touchdowns. Had four catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. Had nine tackles, two tackles for loss. So, Mr. Doing Everything for them. And um, they had six tackles for loss and three picks. So, their defense was really active. Um, and uh, Mikhail Ford had a, uh, had a 66-yard touchdown reception. And a 50-yard pick six. That's so it. So a couple of big plays for the junior <laughs> there. Uh, and they've got a big one this week. Uh, they are hosting Miller South. So if they want to prove, like, hey, we're, we're firmly in this top ten, they get to take on one of the best this week. Yeah, uh, and to be a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, a chance for Miller South to kind of make a statement too yep. on, on the heels of uh, an anticipated matchup, obviously, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and obviously that that – uh, Elkhorn South game was the first one where, um, and we talked about how didn't really know what to make of it because of the quarterback situation, because of the, the how weird it is. And since then, North South has continued. Yeah, to that get offense better. seems to kind of have started to hit their stride. But, but the competition dropped off a little bit from where it was early on too. So um, w w this is a, a chance for them to again, all right, show what kind of progress they've made against a, a better team. Um, and then you got Gretna up at eight fifty-six, nothing against Bellevue East. Uh, Papua the Vista, 54 nothing against Benson. And Grand Island, who cracked the top 10 this week um, w uh, at 4-1 and one with a 49 nothing shutout at, at Fremont. Um, so that kind of runs out the top 10. Bellevue West is receiving votes outside their 77 win against Omaha South. Good to see Isaiah McMorris uh, back on the field and looking healthy. Certainly, uh, certainly didn't show any uh, – ill effects of the the hamstring on that long touchdown he had a um, little screenplay uh 50 plus yards uh, and they get a big one this week gretna versus bellevue west uh obviously we know what happened to gretna their, their last test against uh miller south um bit bit humbling there um and now they turned the ball over yeah. uncharacteristically in that one and you let a team like Millard South kind of gain that confidence, they can snowball yeah. on you with their talent. And this whole season has kind of been somewhat humbling, obviously really bad luck for Bellevue West with the injuries or whatever, but there's a chance for both those teams to kind of, all right, reassert themselves like, hey, we're still in the mix here. Um, so that, that, that'll that be a fun one in Class A. And then you mentioned uh, Miller North got off the schneid there. Um, I dismantled. Was Lincoln Southeast. That was a little surprising at the ease in which they took care of that one. Yep. Um, and we mentioned uh, Central uh, had a really impressive showing against North. Now they get Creighton Prep uh, on Friday. And obviously rivalry there. And Man, that 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 be an interesting schedule. matchup. Yeah. Can, uh, can Prep keep things in front? And can Central handle Prep along the interior? Uh, they're they're going to get their hands full with Trap and Veer and you know, they'll run ISO and prep will keep you up, make you play it honest uh, defensively. And we'll see if Central can continue to kind of beat things with speed. But they will have to be very disciplined because prep will make you pay in the run game if you get out of fits. 
for sure. Hopping down to OB, um, number one, Bennington took care of business 28-7 to against Elkhorn. And, uh, I mean, Bennington was in control throughout that game, but um, seeing that result compared to what I saw uh, Scott do to Elkhorn last week, um, I, I think that, that makes that win that much more impressive. Um, it was uh, just complete domination from Scott last week. And Bennington, 27, again, another big day for Quinn Archer, 140 yards on the ground. Um, Salmon had two touchdowns through the air, uh, threw for 84 yards. K.J. Taffa had a, uh, had a touchdown. Uh, Elliot Anderson caught a touchdown. Hudson Newberth caught a touchdown. And <laughs> Kyler Lauritsen. 12 tackles, he's something. three for loss, and a 60-yard pick six. Uh, so, yeah, pretty, pretty dynamic player there um, all over the field for, uh, for Bennington there. Elkhorn just struggling to kind of get anything going just, offensively. Uh, and, that, and Bennington is so good defensively, yeah. right? I, they just – that defense is legit. They do it week in, week out. They've proven points are going to be hard to come by. I don't care who you are. Yep. So uh, Elkhorn fell out of the top ten with kind of the back-to-back big losses there. Scut, seventy-six uh, nothing against Buena Vista. I think that's all we need to say there. And then you mentioned Waverly. This was uh, impressive. Yep, uh, I think firmly established themselves as that number three team there with a twenty-eight nothing shutout uh, against York. Seven of thirteen on third down conversions. They wow. kept the ball. They took it away from York twice. I was pretty impressed because this was at York. I thought they had – can be a difficult place to play. I thought Waverly was impressive. Yeah. And, I mean, again, that, that – I watched that – like, that was – they're physical. And that, those, that key group of playmakers they have where you can lean on a different guy each game depending on what you like with the matchups, who's got the hot hand. Um, Nolan Moss, 7-10 for 74 yards, had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Aiden Smith uh, had – Carry the load, 22 carries, 110 yards, and three touchdowns. Evan Cassens had 10 catches for 61 yards. It's a lot of good. Or 10 rushes for 61 yards. It's a lot of good Aidens. Aiden Wayne, yeah. Aiden Smith, Aiden Miller. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good year for Aidens. Six, uh, six catches for 69 yards. Hit all four of their PATs. And, I mean, so you got Moss, Smith, and Cassens all totaled over 100 yards from scrimmage there. Um, so you got three guys that are just dynamic playmakers. Um, they had – Turnovers, too. Two fumble recoveries and a pick. Pick, yeah. Um, part of that shutout. So, Waverly, um, yeah, again, continues to look really impressive there at number three. Uh, and now, tough trip heading out to Scottsbluff, who we'll talk about momentarily um, yeah, on lick, Friday. Licking their, licking yeah. their wounds maybe a little bit. And, so. uh, coming at number four, Elkhorn North, through no fault of their own. Unblemished record at 5-0. and oh. I think other schools are being rewarded for the schedule. Yeah. But all Elkhorn North can do is 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 play. Who's up next for him? Yep, forty-two uh, nothing uh, against Elmwood Westview. Who was up next? And two quarterbacks combined, six for ten for one hundred and ten yards. Uh, three combined touchdowns between the two of them. Uh, that would be Ethan Beachy and Johnny Ferguson. Jet Tinglehoff, one hundred twenty-five yards on the ground, two scores, four tackles. Jace Reynolds had a fifty-nine-yard touchdown uh, carry, just a sophomore, I believe. Um, uh, five tackles. Uh, Chase Lofton had four catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. And then Tommy Mechna, another interception. Um, continues to make plays both at wideout and on, on defense for them at two catches, 49 yards. So it definitely got a lot of playmakers there on both sides of the ball. Um, and 
they will get uh, Elkhorn now uh, on Friday. Uh, showdown of the Elkhorns. Gonna be a good one. I I just I think early on Elkhorn North may be too strong up front, but again in a rivalry, all all bets are off on that one. Yep. Uh, number five, Plattsmith, uh, 52-14. Uh, against Beatrice, Gabe Villamonte, 12 of 14, 175 yards, three touchdowns. Dominic Versalino, 22 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns. He, he keeps coming up, doesn't he? Yeah. Ethan Walker, five catches, 75 yards, two touchdowns, three catches, 20 yards. Uh, Lincoln Bradney had, had a receiving touchdown, 68 yards. Caleb Adkins had uh, two receiving touchdowns and a sack. Uh, Gage Olson, four catches, 66 yards, eight tackles, and a tackle for loss. Um, so really strong homecoming performance there for Plattsmith. Um, at we mentioned uh, York. York already. GI Northwest, uh, huge man. win. Game of the week in, in Class B there um, for 35-34 uh, over Scotts Bluff. And Bearcats had the lead 21-14 going into halftime. Elkhorn North or Elkhorn North GI Northwest uh, already moved on. Um, that's. Last time I saw uh, GI Northwest <laughs> was against Elkhorn North. Um, <laughs> rallied out of halftime, took the lead um, uh, there, pulled ahead 35-28, um, and uh, Scottsbluff had the last possession, had a chance, marched down the field, tied it up. Yeah, Sebastian gets in. And, and then extra point failed, ended up losing on a, uh, on a, a single point there. Um, we saw that earlier in the season with uh, the Miller Mil South the Millards. and Mil Miller yeah. West, yeah. Um, that's rough. Again, like in football, the kicking is game is such an that's afterthought. A, that's a huge win for Northwest, though. Though, hundred percent, and that's again, we, it's another team that we talk about. Their their schedule is ridiculously tough every year. They play all the other best teams in B, and it they can get beat down a little bit. Um, I, I they they got some receivers there. Um, uh, Cam Jensen at quarterback, and Cam Walker is a guy that I was I like really Walker. impressed with. I like, yeah, made some tough catches. Good can side high, receiver. Can yeah. high point a ball. So they, they've got some weapons there, and they were able to kind of pull that one out. Talk uh, about against contrasting the styles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, one prefers it in a phone booth, and the other one can, can spread you out. So, um, yeah, and so Scott's Puff out to three no start, a couple of, couple of rough losses against some good teams recently, and now it doesn't get any easier this week uh, like we talked about. Um, so that, that'll be a big one to watch there in, in B. Um, and then Seward, the other the other competitive game, uh, 22-15 uh, against Gehring. And um, that's one where uh, Gehring was up 15-14 at I didn't at know halftime. a ton about Gehring going into this one. I hear, always hear about Scott's Bluff right there with that tandem. But, yeah. uh, but apparently it's a quality opponent. Yeah. They were down 15-14 at halftime, and Seward uh, took the lead uh, in the third quarter and completed a two-point conversion to, to, to put themselves up uh, seven there and then shut them out the rest of the way. Um, that was enough to, to get the win. Treston Haas, we've talked about him before, sophomore quarterback, 9 of 15, 170 yards, uh, 21 carries for 75 yards and a touchdown. And then Edison Knott, 14 carries, 73 yards and two touchdowns. Also caught a 17-yard pass. Uh, and for Gehring, Tanner Gartner uh, led the way, 20 carries, 117 yards, and both of their touchdowns there. Um, so Seward kind of just kind of plugging along there. Um, down there at number nine. Speaking of plugging along, how about number 10, Norris? Norris, <laughs> yep. Uh, off this week. Just kind of uh, hanging around. Now, and now they return to the field out there against Beatrice this week. Uh, kind of the one result in Class C2 or change in the poll is Ord climbed from four to three with an 82 nothing shutout against Gibbon. 
Uh, wow. You talk about a tough schedule. Yeah. Only team in the top three there that has the two losses, but uh, a tough schedule yeah. for Ord. Oakland Craig uh, snuck by Hardington Cedar Catholic 24-21 and then dropped the spot. So Coach was just impressed with what Ord has done this year and bumped them ahead despite both teams winning. Big one this week. Uh, Norfolk Catholic uh, at uh, Battle Creek. Yeah. Top two teams in C1. No, so, or C2 no, rather. no, no love losses. Yeah. One versus two. Both teams 10-0 combined record. Uh, running through some shout-outs here. Uh, a couple of, like, gigantic, in, uh, like, Duo performance there. We mentioned that Ord win. Dylan Hurlbert, twenty of or twelve of fifteen for 117 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, also had five carries for 57 yards and three touchdowns. So that's six touchdowns by himself. Also had five tackles and two tackles for loss. <laughs> and Trent McCain, also a senior there for Ord, ten carries for 103 yards and two touchdowns on offense. Ten tackles on defense. Six tackles for loss, including a sack. Had a forced fumble. Had a 23-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown as well in that 83 shutout, 83-0 shutout against Gibbon. Uh, so those two dynamic performance. And B, Blair um, took down Elkhorn Mount Michael 42-7. Bodie Suckup 14-21 for 260 yards and four touchdowns. Good to see him get it going. Yeah. And Brock Templer, who we've talked about before, 18 carries, 155 yards and a touchdown, two catches for 72 yards and a touchdown. Um, so, uh, again, he's just having a monster season and had, had another big game there. Um, uh, Centura senior Calvin Zimmerman, 25 carries for 200 yards, two touchdowns, plus six tackles, including one for loss in a 36-0 shutout of David City. Um, Boone Central, again, having a monster season. God, they look really Parker really Moore good. has absolutely torn it up this year and had another big game. Nine carries, 147 yards, and four touchdowns. Four touchdowns on nine carries. Yeah. That's pretty Is that efficient. efficient. He also had an eight-yard receiving touchdown. So five total <laughs> touchdowns. Had a tackle for loss as well. And a 63-0 uh, win against West, uh, West Point Beamer there. Um, and uh, we'll shout out Connor Booth again. Wahoo Newman there. Doing what he does. 31 carries, 182 yards, uh, two touchdowns. Also had two two-point conversions uh, in a 28-20 uh, win against Utah. They need every bit of what he was able to give them for that one. I think I'd give it to him a few times. Yeah. Good player. It'll be a fantastic week. That is it in a hurry. Another week of NAB preps. We'll be back next week. We're kinda, we kind of like this Monday thing. That's my man, Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. Shane Schillerberg over there producing magnificently. Uh, we'll be back next week. Don't you dare miss it. A Herd at Sports Network production. <laughs>